Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We've got a great show coming at you guys. Today it is the NBA preview part one, the Western Conference. Me and my boy Josh Fisher in the studio doing it big for the fans. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Five seconds left in the game. We're back, baby. It's the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they free sewed 295. I'm leading the show, joined by my friend, not on my flank, but I'm joined by Josh Fisher. Josh, how you doing, buddy? Tell, tell the people how you're doing. Yeah, well, I am recording from our other room. I'm quarantined. I have COVID, so it is the long and short of that. Um, yeah, has not too hot. Tested COVID positive. Was not feeling very well. Feeling a little bit better now. On the up, we'll we'll say on the mend. Yeah, it's worse at night. I didn't know. It's kind of bullshit. The one COVID symptom that wasn't advertised was pain in the lower back, and I have that's what I have. That's what our roommate George. We are quarantined together. We put all Toss and I live together. We put all the guys who have quarantine in one room, which honestly we have COVID in one room, which honestly is not that bad. And but we all have suffered from the same symptom of lower back pain, but I've not heard that from anybody else, which is kind of bullshit. So I wasn't mentally prepared for that, but could be worse. I got the sense of smell, got the taste, lungs feeling good. Could I go for a run tomorrow? Maybe, but the aches are not great. Other than that, basketball's back. I'm stoked. Yeah, basketball. Really basketball's back. We're back I'm in pumping. five five days. December 22nd, the NBA season kicks off. A lot of fun games. A couple episodes ago, we had talked about the Christmas games, which are going to be really exciting. Um, you were pumped about that. Well, they pushed to start the season so that they could have these 
Christmas games, um, which obviously was very strategic move by Silver in the league. Um, and they're going to go full-fledged at the arenas um, without fans or with a, depending on which state you're in, uh, less fans, obviously, uh, a portion of the fans. So that'll be interesting to see away from the bubble. Um, it was really exciting, you know, watching bubble basketball, but it is time to to leave the bubble. Hopefully a lot of these guys end up getting vaccinated um, in season and we don't have to worry about this virus, but it is something that is going to put some sort of spin on this year, right? We're, we're already looking at a 72 game season. So it's 10 less than our standard 82 games. Josh, do you think any team in the NBA can win 50 games this season? Do I think any team in the NBA can win? Totally. Do, you, do you think any team's going to do it? Win 50? Yeah. You got 10 yeah. less games. 10 less games? I mean, it's basically the same thing, right? Like, do we see 60, 60 yeah. game winners all the time? I think I think you could totally see it. I think you could, what is it, 72? Yeah, it's 72 games. I think the Lakers can do it. I think the Lake, Lakers, Lakers and the Bucks probably have the best shot. Lakers, Bucks. I don't want to say the Nets because I just don't know how many games those two are going to play. Right. I mean, when you look at the Clippers last the Clippers. year, right? Right. It's the you can see the Nuggets slip into there. I don't think this. I don't think the Heat will. I don't think the Celtics. I, yeah, it's going to be the Bucks or the Lakers, maybe the Nuggets. And you know, if you were listening and you were thinking to yourself. Yeah, Toss, obviously one team will get 50 wins. No doubt in my mind. I would bet my life on it. Then the place that you should go and place that bet is at betonline.ag. Don't bet your life because you can't bet your life there, but what you can do is you can put money down, tons of different NBA props, futures bets, You know, potentially rookie of the year, MVP. Is it going to be Luka? I hope so, but go to betonline.ag. He's a favorite, which is which is crazy. We'll get into it, but, but before we get into it, go to betonline.ag. Sign up today. Um, they have a, a, a welcome bonus, 20% or something, on your first deposit. Love that site. Great place to put bets in. Okay. We can talk about awards at the end. We'll work our way to that. Let's start okay. Let's start with conference breakdowns, conference by conference. I think okay. the best way to do that, so, so we still have the play-in games um, for the playoffs here, which makes things really interesting. It's not just the one through eight, especially in kind well, of man. ranking these teams, right? It, it, it becomes now... Who are the other contenders, the, the play-ins, the 9 and 10, who can push their way in? And I think right now in the NBA, which has a ton of parity, there's a lot of teams in both conferences that we will put in those in those categories. There's kind of a bottom tier in both conferences, and I think that that's where we're probably going to argue the least on um, and probably the, the top teams. I mean, I, I'm looking at I rankings. I don't know much we're going to argue. I think we talk about it a lot. I th- I'm curious. I, I think this would be the most we're on the same page. Probably. And yeah. I also think that, like, you know, as I just said, there's a ton of parity. So three through six, like, we could we could disagree on it. And, like, I'm not going to push back on it because it's, cause it's yeah. just something that could happen, right? Yeah. But let's, uh, let's start in the Western Conference. I think we can yeah. both say that the reigning NBA champions will be the number one team in the Western Conference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a they had a ridiculous offseason. Ridiculous offseason. Everyone is just touting Taylor Norton Tucker as the next guy. I'm excited to see what he can do. He's been great in preseason. Um They don't was, even need him. They don't need him, but they have him, right? And he's gonna yeah, be I mean, like, it's, a, a know, nice piece. That, it's a cherry yeah, on top. It's like a nice piece. It's exactly, yeah, but it's like it's like the cher- how many cherries do you need on the fucking Sunday though? It's there's the team is so deep. 
and they have LeBron. They have Marcus Soule. Like the, the starting five in today's game was Anthony Davis, Kuzma, LeBron, all three obviously there last year. Marcus Soule. They started Schroeder off the off the bench. They brought off Morris, Trez Harrell. They have Wes Matthews, and KCP and Caruso didn't even play. So hence Horton Tucker getting the minutes, and he may get those minutes. They have KCP Caruso. I mean, this is like a championship team. It's like ten deep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the guys that they lost, I feel like they just upgraded, right? Like. Currently, the way Wes Matthews is playing, I'd ra- I'd rather have him than Danny Green. Um, yeah. And Marcus Sol, I would rather have than JaVale McGee because he can stretch the floor and he can allow you for you know Anthony Davis can work in the paint if he wants to. He can step outside and Mark can switch with him. Um, you know they can they can run a great two man game. So I, I just Soul this team is, is really really well crafted. Yeah, Marcus Sol is a winner not only in the NBA but also in the international sphere. Exactly, and he's. A veteran that's not going to demand too much. He's going to fit. Into, he did it beautifully. Came to Toronto, fit in his role beautifully. Wes yep. Matthews, and you can attest to this toss, uh, having seen him as a Mavs, very, very underrated defender. Yeah, yeah. He very can't, he can't move like he used to be able to, but he's got great defensive savvy, great hands, and he's a hard mm-hmm. worker on both sides of the ball, and he's just a knockdown shooter. Um, so this team is just – same thing with KCP, right? And Caruso, yeah. obviously, like what a step forward that guy took in the playoffs last year. He was instrumental. Um, one of my favorite guys off the bench. Honestly, yeah. like wouldn't be surprised if he starts half the games this year. And then you've got the two six man. You got the six man of the year in Montrez Harrell, and you've got six man runner up, yeah. right? And, and Dennis Schroeder, and you know he's going to step in as a, a starter this year. And it's like we don't. We're not even talking about Kyle Kuzma. You know, like we don't even need to talk about Kyle Kuzma. And last year the. The whole question mark was, can Kyle Kuzma be the three? And it turned out that they were deep enough that it didn't matter and that LeBron yeah. is so good and Anthony Davis, you know, if you want to call him a top five player, if you don't, it doesn't really matter because he's top six, top seven. And the fact that yeah. he's paired with who I think, Josh, you you mocked up your your top 25 in response to ESPN's top 100 list and you have Giannis at number one. And I would be remiss if I disagreed with you. I think that LeBron James, until proven, proven otherwise, is the number, is the best player in the world. Well, I've been, I was previously on the LeBron train. Look, I just, Giannis is so, Giannis just keeps getting better and better, whether it's incrementally, you know, or like, I think, I don't know. How yeah, he's a regular season MVP, two years in a row. Back to back. I don't know how much he can improve unless he starts really developing that outside shot. Yeah, but I think it's success Giannis, Success in the in the playoffs now is, is all anyone needs from him, right? Yeah, that's it. I, I, to me, Giannis is. If I was going forward with the team today, I would pick Giannis. But pound for pound, you know, just as far as do I want to win a title? I guess you got to go LeBron. I mean, I just it was it, Giannis is back to back MVPs. His player efficiency, player efficiency rating is off the charts. He's a rebounding machine. He's, def- he's probably the best defensive player in the league, and he's an unbelievable facilitator. He's I, I compared him to like young Shaq when like when he was really getting his MVP's first MVP season, but I don't even know if he's comparable to anybody. Yeah, he's like one of those. He's just like on. He's like you know he's just uncomparable. You can't compare him to anyone. And LeBron's kind of entered that as well. He yeah, did I say mean, Magic, but he's got a better he's got a better shot than Magic does. For yeah. sure, for sure. And he the uh, bully ball drive to the basket is still impossible to guard and. You know, he just he sees the floor better than so many people do in the NBA. He's got the best court vision. He and Luca, I think, as we've talked about before. Um, okay, so moving on to that that second spot. Obviously, the Lakers are at one. We just said that. Nug, I have the Nuggets at two. Um, I think that 
as we see every time and time again, youth and coaching really matters in the regular season. And I think that this is a team that, you know, there's no reason to sit there, guys, right? There's no reason to to wait to like play your good guys lots of minutes because you want fresh legs. It's like they're all young. They've got a lot of different pieces. They've got a good head coach. They've got a good thing going. Um, and that's why I think they edge out the Clippers, who I have at three. Any disagreements there? Yeah, feel, I have feel right. You have the, yeah, you have the Clippers yeah, at two? I, yeah, I haven't flopped. I mean, look, I think what the Nuggets have going, I'm curious to see where this Bull Bull thing goes, obviously, from a fun standpoint. Sure. I think the Nuggets did a very good job in the draft. I thought Zeke Nanchi was a good pick. I thought they got a great value pick at RG Hampton. Don't know how much those guys would contribute right away. Sure. Obviously, Barton wasn't a factor in the playoffs last year. He's back. Gary Harris, full season. We love what he did in the bubble. And I think people are going to take Jamal Murray super seriously. Did it with Michael Porter Jr. I think he's legit. And obviously, yeah. Jokic, again, is a top 10 player. And yep. If you want to win in the league, you need, you need at least one top 10 player. To your point, though, now, people are going to take them a lot more seriously, right? And now Jamal Murray had his coming out party. And now people are mm-hmm. going to continue to game plan against him. Not just Jokic, yeah. but the two of them. And they're, they're going to make Michael Porter Jr. consistently beat them. And Paul Millsap yeah. consistently beat them. And Gary Harris consistently beat teams. Um I, I still think their depth is is nice. I mean, don't forget, they just signed Monte Morris to a, a three-year, $27 million contract, which maybe they overpaid him, but the guy was yeah. he was great in the bubble, and he's a great contributor backup point guard. So I, I just like their their depth, and you know they're, they're not changing much up, right? And the Clippers have a new head coach who was the assistant last year. Um, yeah, that's and, a loser. Yeah, and they, they lose some guys, right? They lose Michael Green. They lose, crucially, they lose Montrez Harrell, which – from a playoff standpoint, isn't that big of a deal? Because there were times where Montrezl Harrell couldn't even be on the court. Disappeared. Defensively. I think they, I think, I think they upgraded. I think Ibaka is a more valuable play, piece to what they have going. Look, Harrell's fun. He's exciting. He's very good offensively. I just don't know if that – it just didn't fit. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really – I don't want to go in depth why because I can't really tell you. Honestly, it just it was it was awkward on the court at times. They couldn't play him like you're saying. Um, well, Ibaka's he, stout he defensively. Defend. He always have he always has been right. Yeah, he faltered exactly. He faltered defensively, um, which is a problem. Ibaka's, I, Ibaka, Ibaka's also six ten, and Montrezl is six seven. Ibaka's a stronger defense, a much stronger defensive player, much. And you much can keep him at the five where he doesn't he doesn't limit your offense like Zubac can sometimes. Um, no, because Ibaka can he, can he can stroke Zubac. it. And they, when they played the Mavs, and obviously KP ended up going out, but Ibaka is a much better defensive player. He's a much better defensive player on AD and Jokic as well. Yep. I mean, it just helps in the Western Conference. I, I have the Clippers because I don't think they're. I think last time they were dicking around a little bit, to be honest. I really do. I well, think you, the two you hope is, they they come to it with a a really like go get them attitude, and it's not just talk now, right? It, it's put it into no. action and. And Kawhi and Paul George are, are ready to go and, and chomping at the I think pit. the Luke Kennard piece, I think he kind of was quietly pretty solid last season for the Pistons. I think he's a good shooter. He's a great addition. Marcus Morris, obviously, being there, I, I, he's a gamer. Um, yeah. And I think Batum, like, Batum is not going to be asked to do too much, but even if he can contribute a good 15 minutes off the bench. Sure, he can fit the Jermichael Green role, right? Yeah, good facilitator, good defensive player. Can kind of play the, he could kind of guard at least or play the two through, you know, four. 
And then you have, you have Reggie Jackson, who was good for him. You have Lou Will, you have Pat Bev. I mean, you have your guys there still in the guard rotation. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be questions still. Do they have a true point guard? No. I think at some point they're going to have to call Detroit, speaking of, and go give us Derrick Rose. Hmm. But I think it's going to be close. I had I did have a tough time between Nuggets and Clippers. But those yeah. are my two. It, it'll be interesting to see. Luke Kennard obviously can score the rock uh, pretty well. I think he averaged over 15 points a game last year. Obviously not on a very good Pistons team. So how much does that say? Who knows? But uh, he he definitely can score. He definitely can shoot. To kind of see him fall under the tutelage of Lou Will and kind of develop into that type of six-man guy where he could really be dynamite for this team and other teams going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good fit for Kennard. He's yep. young still. He's Up, upgrade from Landry Shamit, even though Shamit's a good shooter. Um, yeah, he's Onto the the four and five, I have I have the Mavericks at four, and okay. I and I have the Blazers at five. Okay, um, which you, you might six. I have the Jazz at six. Okay, so we have the same three teams just in a different order. Okay, wait, you have, the, have, ja- you have the Jazz at four? No, I have the Jazz at five, and the Blazers at four, and the Mavericks at six. Yeah, got it. But it's I think it, again, like it's just like it's like we're talking like games. Like not like blowout. It's not like a blowout. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people have all three of these teams. I wouldn't be surprised. Majority, if majority three, people, honestly. majority people have. I think the Mavericks and the Jazz around the same forty-three wins ish, yeah. and the Blazers a step behind, like forty-one forty wins. Uh, we mm-hmm. we both really like the Blazers roster. We we love what they put together. Um, I love Carmelo Anthony as a dark horse six man of the year pick. You know, with a full season with these guys, Gary Trent obviously. You know, GTJ was great in the bubble. Nurkic is finally healthy. It's like it, it, they just have endless guys now. It, before, where the depth was really lacking. Roco, yeah, yeah, the depth was like an issue. Now they have Roco. I mean, it's this is the best roster Dame has had. And if he can't get it done here with everyone, if everyone's fully healthy, if he can't get it done this year in Portland, he's just not going to get it done there. Well, I just, I just think you know, it's a great roster, like you're saying. But is it better than? Is it better than the Lakers? Is it better than the than the Nuggets even or the Clippers? No. I think they can. I think if they get in a position where they don't have to play the Lakers in the second round, they can make things interesting. Nurkic fully healthy. They bring Canner back. Let's see what happens with Harry Giles this yeah, year. Little. I, I mean, the, the real Simon. question. So it's maybe the one same, of them step up. It's the same question that they had last year. It's when teams can lock them down and they don't they don't score. Can they play good enough defense? to limit the scoring from a team like like right now, the, the way I have it is the Mavericks and the Blazers are the 4-5. So if they're playing each other in the playoffs, the efficiency from the Mavericks, it, it's basically that series is who can play better defense and actually stop someone from scoring. Because yeah. in, in, in what I look at the Mavericks, I look at what they did in the offseason, and it was a focus on defensive pieces to put around Luka so you could have those other guys on the court locking down guys. And I didn't see that yeah. happen from the Blazers. And that's why I edged the Mavericks out in the season. I also think the Ma- the Mavericks depth is really good. I think that, I think that people are going to be really surprised. I think that Jalen Brunson is one of the best backup point guards in the NBA. Um, I- I'd like to see him kind of, uh, you know, with a healthy season, Dwight Powell, obviously we didn't have last year. It's just a question of KP's health. Can he stay healthy? How good can Josh Richardson be? He's been playing excellent with uh, with the rest of these guys, and you know we've got we've got Josh Josh Green who's going to contribute immediately. I like the Mavericks. I like what they've put together. I like their their youth, obviously, and they're going to be able to run. So if these teams are 
getting sick, losing players. The Mavericks is one where if that happens to them, I'm not that worried because they've got good depth. Same thing yeah. with the Blazers. The Blazers have good depth. I think I agree with you. I Look, the Mavs, the whole thing is if KP's playing, then they're like the 4-3 team. If he's out, they're just – look, Luka, is, there's a reason he's MVP favorite. I thought they – I think yeah, you're dead on in Brunson. I thought they did, had, had a great move bringing in Richardson because he could come in. Look, if he's not – no one's locking down Dame, but Richardson can give him calm a hard time. Richardson can give somebody on the kick. He can give English, he can give Bogdanovich a hard time on the jazz, right? He, he can make sure that nobody other than LeBron and AD, whatever guard, like Schroeder, you know, KCP, you know, he can, he can really sh- stymie them. He can give Lou Will a fit. It's, it's a good move by them. I, I like the Josh Richardson move a lot as much as I love Seth and that team. It's fun. But if KP is not at full tilt, I mean, that's, it's just a massive piece. And KP is a phenomenal player. He's just never healthy. And I, I tell you this all the time. Like, it's it just, it's playing with fire with him. It yeah. really is. I mean, I think, I think, I think even still, just... I think even still you're, I think you're underrating them a little bit. And I love that because they're, they'll exceed expectations. They have a great hey, head coach. I'm... They have a great head coach and, and he'll out coach, yeah, he'll out coach who, I don't even know who's in Portland. Is it Terry Stotts? I don't even know who's there. Yeah. Yeah. He'll out coach him every, every game. And same, and same thing with Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder's a good coach too, but I, Carlisle's better. I, yeah. I, I, I think you're. I think you overrate the Jazz. You really like the Jazz. You're a huge Donovan Mitchell guy. <laughs> I, I'm still a little. I'm a little. I'm sus, as we would say, of, of their team. I just they can't do anything once they maybe in the regular season they could be the four seed. But like I, I, I never have confidence in them going into the postseason ever. And it's the same thing with this <sighs> this roster. Nothing changed. This is the last year I'm drinking the Kool Aid. If nothing happens outside, if they don't even well, like cool, make, the Kool Aid's I mean, not even that good tasting. The, the, the Kool Aid's not even that good tasting. They took the Nuggets to the limit, dude. They took the Nuggets to the limit. But look at all these other teams, who their best player is. This is this is a star driven league, right? Yes. Donovan Mitchell is no, not a I'm top not ten player in the NBA. Here's the, the distinction thing, between Utah Jazz and. I don't care how good Rudy Gobert is or Kristaps Porzingis because the Mavericks have a top five player in basketball, and the and the Jazz don't. The Blazers have a top ten, yeah. so that's where like I can't really fight you on that one. But I just he makes that much more of a difference. And if in Donovan Mitchell, it's like he's taking steps forward. There's just guys that are that much better than him in the league. Yes, but he's still a top twenty five player. I think Conley is not great anymore, but solid. I thought the Clarkson thing they did, the Clarkson move, great move for that franchise. I think he's a great piece off the bench. Yeah. They have Royce O'Neal. They bring back Derek Favors. Bogdanovich is going to be healthy. Inglis obviously is there, you know, and he may come off the bench as well in that second unit. I, I think this Jazz team is going to take a step forward. I really do. I think they're going to be a okay. team where it's like you I have them. You have team, them lined up against the Blazers, right? If they make the playoffs. The, yeah. I mean, there's look, they, I think they could give them. This they, could is win. The Jazz they, could, team. they could win that series, I guess. They're n- they're not going to the Western Conference Finals. Let's be realistic. Yeah, they I mean, if they're lined up, if they're lined up in the way I have them, they're playing the Clippers in the first round. They're getting bounced quick. But yeah, they could they could give the Blazers or the Mavericks if if those teams are four or five, they could give them some trouble for sure, for sure. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, what do you got seven seven through nine. So yeah. my seven is probably a little bit against the grain, but it is pending no trade occurring. Yeah, I have the Rockets at seven. Okay, same. But I think most people would have the Rockets. I think most people would have the Rockets in the bottom tier. Not not like 
playing in for that playing spot. I, I just think that people are not, they think it's really chaotic there and that it's going to lead and, and bleed into the season. And I just like, you can't, you can't tell me that James Harden's not going to make the playoffs if he's playing. If he's playing, no, that's, the team's going to make the playoffs. Guy averaged 34 points a game last year. Yeah. He's going to the playoffs. And with a with a fresh new with a co- with new coach and you bring John Wall in and hopefully he, he and Boogie Cousins are back a little bit to their old selves and not getting hurt, then like I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of excited to watch them play this season. I don't know about this cousins thing anymore. I think that ship has sailed. Oh, like he's passed it no matter how healthy he is. But I, at least, like, I just hope he can stay healthy for the whole season. I hear analysts try to sell it. Oh, his game was not explosive. It's kind of bullshit. His game was pretty fast-paced. He was very athletic for a big. I mean, he won that skills competition. And, you know, yeah, it's an all-star weekend competition. But don't brush to the side. He can really move the ball down the court. He's, an, he's a sizable guy, so he doesn't give off the athleticism. But he is pretty athletic in the block. And I think he's a great finisher. He's a very good outside shooter. Um, and he still can do that outside game. You know, he doesn't have to do too much, you know, with, from, from an athletic standpoint in that regard. But all his dominance down low is going to take a back step. And because of that, because of the injuries, he'll never be able to get to where he once was. Yeah, of course. But he but can't he can be as dominant down low. If he can, if he can just space the floor and, and be a bully yeah. around the paint when he needs to be, I mean, that's, that's kind of all you need him to do. In the modern yeah, I mean, NBA. There was, a, there was a period of time, dude, where he was dropping like when he was on that Pelicans team, he was averaging 25, 13, and 5 with almost two blocks and two steals a game. He was the best I'm big he was the best big man in the league at that point. He was the best big man in the league. And I'm thank you. And I I'm glad someone else can admit it. And he and A D that I mean, I still probably I would have I would have rather have A D on my team, but yeah, because not as nuts. Well, but they played together. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have the Rockets at seven. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, obviously, Boogie and Harden are not going to get up and down the court like all the time, and like push. Harden will push the pace, but he's not going to like. He's not going to fly down fast breaks like John Wall. So I wonder who's going to just kind of like take that role of like, hey, when John wants to run, you guys run with him, and then Harden will, I, Harden will trail I for think, a three. <laughs> I think this wall. I think the wall thing is interesting. I think he's here to play. I think he's not. He's not fucking around. No, I, I've, he's here to get it I've said it. Yeah, I've said it prior. But I think he's going to win Comeback Player of the Year, which is not like one of the achievement awards, right? Those are. Yeah. But but it is something that uh, people should look out for, and I'm excited to see him play basketball again. He's always been one of my right. one of my he's favorite a talent, players. Man. Yeah, he's um, always going to be one of my favorites. I've got the Suns at eight. Same. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think that they rounded out with, with them bringing Chris Paul. I mean, it's kind of the same argument with James Harden, but in a different with a different case. It's just like Chris Paul is going to take a team to the playoffs because yeah. he's not – look, he's not, play, he's not playing on a team if he doesn't think they're going to make the playoffs or he doesn't want to win a championship. And mm-hmm. these guys proved in the bubble that they're, that they're ready, that they're ready to compete, and I think Devin Booker is that same type of competitor. I think as long as DeAndre Ayton is focused, I mean, who knows, three years come – that guy might be the best big man in the league. He's so talented, such a good shooter, great stroke, and when he gets around the rim, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins, you're trying to sell me on his mobility. Like, you don't have to sell me on DeAndre Ayton's mobility. That guy can move. No. He can yeah. move. Yeah, he may, he's, he may lead the league in picks tenfold. I mean, that pick-and-roll game with him and Chris Paul is going to be – it's going to be life-changing for him, honestly. It's about to make him a shit ton of money. Yeah. 
yep. it's going to change it's, and it's going to leave Booker open for threes because you're going to have to guard it. You're going to have to guard Chris Paul because again, one of them is going to be open for a three. Yeah. He's Aiden's a threat off the pick and pop because he can shoot. I mean, Chris Paul can do whatever he wants out of the pick and roll. Right. And then you've got, there's no, you've got, you know, you surround the, the arc with Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson and, and, um, and Jalen Smith, who they just drafted and all those guys can, can stroke it. So it's, they've, they've put them, put put a nice roster together. A lot of guys who can shoot. So I think they edge out for me. Again, these teams are competing obviously in the playing games, but they edge out the Pels, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors for me are the, the teams that are kind of like on that cusp. Yeah, I have the – yeah, yeah. I, I think the Suns, honestly, I will say, I think the Suns and the Rockets, again, could – like if the Suns were the five and the Jazz were the eight, I wouldn't be shocked. I think those eight, though, are – I'm pretty confident in those eight. I have the Warriors. Well, I do – I mean, I, th- I think the Rockets can fall off if they if they blow it up. Um, uh, if they blow it up, yeah, they're toast. Yeah, I think that then the Warriors, I think just not having Clay, and no, not much depth. If one thing goes wrong for them, they're out basically. They're the always that 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 is their Achilles heel year. They they gamble so hard. They're all in on like they're starting five or six guys, and if one guy goes down, it's just gonna tumble. I think Wiseman's gonna be excellent there. That's yeah, I mean, I think everyone's gonna be great when they play. I think Ubre is gonna fit in well. I think he's going to score. I mean, Wiggins, it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see, like, who takes that second fiddle between the two of them. And it's like, Uber is a big personality. Uh, he's going to want it, for sure. And He's not a—I don't know if he's as good. Uber is as, as good as Wiggins? Offensively, at least. Yeah, he feels more efficient, but— He's more efficient, more polished, but at the end of the day, just the raw—and not that Uber isn't athletic, just Wiggins is more. Yeah, I just think Kelly, Wiggins, can, Kelly yeah. can slam. I don't know, man. He's he's he pretty a, he's pretty athletic. I, yeah, it's it's. But my point being is like, even, okay, if you think Wiggins is better than it's like in the locker room, Kelly Oubre thinks he's better, like n- no doubt in my mind. And it'll be interesting to see how that that plays out. Um, we'll, yeah, but I'm see if Wiggins you, if Wiggins leaves. Matters. Yeah, mine. It probably I don't think won't. It matters because I think Wiseman by the end of the season will be the number two. Wow. Without Clay. Interesting. I, I think he's that. I think okay. he's. I think he's. I think he's great, and I think he's going to show people that he's great early. And I think he's going to prove to be the future of the Warriors franchise. Yeah, I mean, he reminds me a lot of. We we're just talking about DeAndre Ayton, but like skill set wise, right? It's pretty similar. Big guy, yeah. seven one, great bounce, great rim protector, but can move, very mobile, and has a, a nice jumper. Um, hopefully, it's it, it all kind of fits together. And I think if there's any place where it would. It'd be on the Warriors. Um, again, like I don't think if, if things stay good for the Warriors, they stay healthy. They're they're in the playoffs for me. But I just don't see that yeah. happening with everything that's yeah. going on right now. The Grizzlies are just a step behind, I think. I think um, they're going to take a step back. I do too. I think the Pels jump. I think the Pels jump them. Zion's fully healthy. Yeah. They bring in Bledsoe. I thought the Kira Lewis pick was nice. Obviously, Stephen Adams. Yeah, this the, is a competitive team playing in that game. Like if you get the Pelicans in that game, like you better watch out. Because oh, yeah. this is they're, not they're the, coming for you. It's not the Thunder or the Kings. I mean, the, the Pels are legit. They, I mean, Hayes should hopefully take a nice step forward. Obviously, you have Hart off the bench. You still have JJ there. Um, I'm, I had a high host for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, but they don't even really need him to be as good anymore. ESPN thinks Lonzo Ball is going to be a top 60 player. 
don't necessarily agree with that, but I do think Lonzo Ball is a huge part of this team and will be a great facilitator for Ingram and Zion. Um, I just like to look at Zion's healthy. Who knows? They can make the playoffs, honestly, for real. They're they're definitely very competitive. For sure. Um, but I still think they're a year away. I'm with you on the Warriors. The Grizzlies, I think, played well above their pay grade. Is Jaron Jackson going to come back at full tilt? If he's not, not at the I beginning. don't think – not the beginning. I, and again, I'm like the, the lack of 10 games could make the difference. If we're, you know, picking 11, 12s here, I think the Wolves could jump them just because of D'Angelo and Cat. Those two big presences as, as far as talent goes right there with Rubio yeah, and the I, mix. I, yeah, I think the thing about the, the about the Grizzlies is even when Jaron Jackson, like even when he went down in the bubble, they were still competitive because I think Taylor Jenkins is – a supreme head coach. Yeah, he's one of the he's he in three years we're gonna be like he's he might be the best coach in the NBA. Um, I really believe he's that great, and it's not because he went to the same high school as me. Um, yeah, but I think but I, I, just but think, I, I think I, I think from but by result of that, like they out they overperformed last year, like exactly to what you're talking about. So I, I yeah yeah I like the Timberwolves. I just I'm Minnesota. I just don't know if they figured it out yet. Even no. Not that Edwards is going to be bad or that it was a flop of a pick or anything like that. Like I just think that they're not they're not there yet. You know, they, is it giving you like Anthony Bennett vibes? Like, are you having like Anthony Bennett deja vu? No, no, I'm not. Okay. I, I believe I'm not I, I believe in his talent. I think that it, it's unquestionable how talented this guy is, how athletic he is. I don't even think it's really about him. I think it's about kind of everything, right? Like the new front office and like just how things play together and, and D'Angelo Russell is he is as good as he's being paid, you know, like, I don't know. I don't think he is right now. I know he's working hard all the time, but um, we'll see. Can Kat take that, that step forward? We think he can, but what does that mean? Right. He takes that step yeah. forward. Like, are they a playoff team? No, not, not right now. Not, not as of <sighs> us putting this together. And then the Kings, <laughs> poor suspector, our, <laughs> Our, our our new buddy, our, our Kings fan, Kings you aficionado. Have, you have the Kings at 13? No, I have the Thunder as the worst team. But I have the Spurs edging out the Kings. Yeah, me too. Just because... I think the Thunder know what they're doing. They're blowing this shit. I think people are a little too high in SJ, giving Shea Gilly some serious expectations that I don't know if he can meet. Well, we'll how, how, how is he going to? I, I think he will. I think the volume will lend for an incredible year statistically. But, like... Is that going to translate into winning games? No, no, no chance. That team is that team's bad. That's really bad. It's it's the worst. Is it the worst roster in the NBA? It, that might Th- through and through. Actually, might, they they might be worse than, than the Bulls. No, I think I don't. You think? Oh wow! You you, you don't like different. the Pistons roster? No, I think the, I have the I have the. To, I guess we could kind of tailor this in to the East. We'll go backwards there. Mm. I have the Hornets as the worst team in the East. Yeah, I don't think they're the worst team. You don't think the Hornets are the worst team in the East? I don't. No, I. Uh, We're gonna disagree in the East then. They're in my. Um, they're obviously the in my bottom s- tier. Oh, you know who I I think is the worst team in the the East? I think the Knicks are the worst team in the East. I have the Knicks at fourteen. I think the Thunder are the worst team in the league. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I agree know, with you. Maybe I'm. I think they're the worst team. In the league. I think the Kings. Honestly, I think the Kings might be the second worst. I don't know. I, no, the Kings gotta be better than the. I don't think so. Fox, I mean, it's a, it's a real it's a real Marvin Bagley question, right? Because we know how good De'Aaron Fox is. De'Aaron Fox is great, but they still have Buddy, and I think Halliburton was a steal. I DM'd you about Robert Woodard. You didn't fucking answer me back, you bastard. But yeah, I he's, DM'd you. he's huge. 
he he's looks a, like he's a man's he's man. Forty. Yeah. He looks like a man. Harrison Barnes, obviously, we all, we, you and I both dig him. He's there, and he's at least you know solid. He'll get, give you good. Uh, he'll give you good stuff. Um, yeah, you can't three. like you can't really poke holes through the Kings. You just can't tell me they're going to be great, right? Like you. No, I don't think. I think they're going to be like they'll be in games like the right side as a back center. You have Rashawn Holmes who's solid. Like look, Bagley's playing, and obviously Heald's there. And you have Fox. I mean, who's to say that Bagley and Fox can't be, you know, Paul eight and light with the pick and roll? And they're sure. and Fox is going to fly down the court. You're talking about John Wall moving down the court. Fox moves like no other down the court, and it's going to create for Heald's. And if Bagley's there to run it with him, it's going to be dangerous. But is he going to be there? Yeah, it's it'll like, it'll be point is he, it'll be interesting to see who takes. Like Boggy was like ending up taking shots at the end of the game for this team, and like who's going to step up? Is Problem. it it's, it's time for Fox to step up and start hitting shots at the end of the game, or Buddy Heald takes a step up. One of the two of them is going to have to take on that Buddy role. Take it. He's, he's like on the bench sometimes, which is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, in the last two and, minutes, it's, it's wild. Yeah, and then they paid De'Aaron Fox a lot of money. They had no, I mean, they had no choice. They can't just keep letting guys walk, you know, and like. No, you gotta there's, you gotta mortgage. No you gotta invest invest in your future, and De'Aaron Fox is yeah, the best try. thing. The best thing, because no, you're not gonna trade. You're not gonna sign someone to Sacramento that's a, you know, a highly touted free agent. No yeah. way, they're not gonna go there. You have to do it in the yeah. draft. They drafted De'Aaron Fox. Pay him. Pay the guy. Keep him around. Pay him the big bucks. Um, well, now just to touch the Spurs, and we'll roll through the East. Sure. I think the Spurs, interestingly enough, I think they've actually they're in a bad place as far as being competitive. But as far as franchise goes, they have Murray, they have White. They're going to have to pay them eventually, but I don't know how much. Lonnie Walker could be solid. Kelvin Johnson could be a piece off the bench. I thought the Devin South pick was nice. Um, they're going to have to trade DeRose, and they're going to have to trade Aldridge. They've acquired all these pieces, and I think now they're just going for – they're just going to try to find that superstar. They're yeah. just gonna try to, you know, get in there for maybe an Evan Mobley. And these guys year, and these guys these thanks, guys are thanks. just gonna they're just gonna get better. Yeah. These totally. young these young guys, I mean, I like Eubanks showed some great some good flashes. The apparently Samanich is a guy that they really like internally. Um yeah. I, I'm not I'm not super high on Derek White. I think they'll probably part ways with him eventually. But DeJounte's yeah. he's he's pretty special. He's really, really long. Really good defender and can play. No, make. he's like their he's like their next like he's like their big find, Dejounte. Not Derek, but Dejounte is their big find. Yeah, so Josh, I really agree with you. I think it's going to be a rebuild year for the Spurs, but I'm going to be excited to watch Dejounte and the rest of the guys go at it. So I think before we leave the fans today, we should just run through the Western Conference, our our own rankings, and kind of round right. things out, and then uh, when we we can get out of here. And we'll, we, we will be back. We, 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 we. <laughs> we will be back uh, for you guys on Monday, day prior to the season starting with the Eastern Conference, just in time. Uh, excited to get into that. But Josh, kick us off Western Conference rankings 2020 okay. to 2021 NBA season. Thunder suck, 15. Kings, not great, 14. Spurs, not good at all, 13. Grizzlies are going to be disappointing, I think, at 12. Wolves are going to be disappointing to themselves, but I think they'll be a good number 11. I think the Pelicans are going to be competitive at 10. Warriors at 9, just missing the playoffs. The Suns are a very exciting team. I'm buying it. 8. Rockets 7. Mavs 6. Jazz 5. Blazers 4. Nuggets 3. Clippers 2. Lakers 1. I want to make a switch. I want to make a switch. You got to let me make a switch. He's making a switch, everyone. 
What's the switch? This is, it's a big switch. Oh my gosh! What are you doing? I'm moving. I'm moving your Mavs to five and the Jazz to six. Wow! I was swayed. I was swayed a little bit. I thought it through more. Listen to your points. I can do that. I'm moving the Jazz to six and the Mavs to five. It's been an effective and fun podcast for me, everyone. And that, <laughs> and that, and that can, it's a win for you over there. Right? You'll take the time worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I can run through mine. I'll just do it real quick. Worst to first, Thunder, Kings, Spurs, T-Wolves, Warriors, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and then one through eight, Lakers at one, Nuggets at two, Clippers at three, Mavs at four, Blazers at five, Jazz at six, Rockets at seven, pending James Harden trade, in which case they won't make the playoffs, and Suns at the eighth spot, battling it out with with the Pels, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors. It's gonna be a, a fun, a fun season. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, I love NBA basketball. Happy for it to be Before back. Before I let everyone go, uh, yeah, yeah. You, this is a, this is our season. It's become my, my could become my favorite sport. Honestly, I don't even know. The it helps when your team's really good. When the when the C's and, and the Mavs are both fun to watch. Great young stars I'm ner- and I'm competitive. Very ner- I'm nervous. I think it's easier to be a Mavs fan. Very much, there are less expectations for us. Exactly, and you have the better player now. We do, but but look now, it's Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, and it is their time to shine. You know, there there is Gordon Hayward's gone, right? And Kemba obviously still there, but like, it's those three guys' team. You know, it's like it's Jason Tatum's time. He grew two inches or something like that. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He's six ten now. I mean, I just I. That guy's so fun to watch. You guys are just so fun to watch, though, because y'all yeah. play great basketball. You play great team Jaylen. basketball. Yeah, Jalen's awesome. He's amazing. I, where do you think Harding? My question is, where do you think Harding can go? I'm like toying with like the Nuggets. Is is there any way that anyone, if he's gonna move, is there any way that anyone beats out Daryl Morey in making a move for him? That's like my real question, because Morey will make it happen. You think he wants any part of that again? You think he wants back in on that? I think they have a great relationship. I just sure, think, I just think he, he overextended his welcome in Houston, but but Maury has put together a, <sighs> a much better roster. I mean, if you swap James Harden for Ben Simmons, and, and that's not what the trade would be. It would not just be a straight up like that. There's no way. But forget all the side pieces, right? And, and hopefully the Rockets are, are getting as much as possible outside of Ben Simmons because James Harden is worth that much. We're talking about a yeah. top five player in the league right here. I I just don't think, like, is that roster is better. It's better with James Harden than it is with Ben Simmons. As much as I like Ben Simmons, I like Ben Simmons more than I like Embiid. But with James Harden, that roster is better. And they are right now, I, I think, a top three team in the East. And if you put James Harden on that team, oh, sky's the limit. I think that, I think that the Rockets' ownership, I think it'll be a pride thing they won't. I think it'll be tough to trade with. Maury, I think I'm with you. That'll be a better team. I think them going for Wall now kind of says fuck that because they have Simmons and Simmons and Wall can't do it together. I don't even know what the hell that looked like. I think it would be fun. I mean, we're talking we we're, we're, we're talking earlier about you know who's going to run with John Wall. Ben Simmons will run with John Wall. That's for sure. But that's all they're the, if they're not running. If they're there'll be a great transition team. But, but they're not in transition. But take trouble. But look, they're already we already have them slotted at the seventh seed, right? They're not winning the NBA championship. Even if they sneak past, they're playing the Nuggets in the first round, like how I have them, and they win that. They're not taking it all the way. Like they just can't. They don't have the roster right now. So I, I think 
why is that such a bad idea? Even if this year that, that team doesn't look good, you have Ben Simmons, who's one of the most valuable assets in the league. He's, he's a young superstar. So I, I don't mind it as long as you're getting other stuff as well. Would you hate it if you went to the Hawks? I mean, they certainly have the cap room to match, but like, would I hate it for the Hawks? No. I would I would be very puzzled for the Rockets though. Why are you doing kind of like this this makeshift version of what the Hornets have been doing, which is like bringing in players who are overpaid these big contracts to Bogdanovich and to Kalinari and no, the Hawks mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think you, do one of them have to be moved in this deal for Harden? You have to match the the salary cap, so I think that. I just I, I I would be questioning the Rockets' motivations to bring in those guys who are who are signed to longer than one year deals, and at a higher price point, where then the only thing they they really work as is kind of like assets that you would then package for someone else. But at that point, like you're not you're not leveraging your positioning of James Harden. Like James Harden is not he's not going to decrease in value over the extent of the year. His value is right now what it will be in in three months because he's James Harden. No, yeah, it's true. I, I think they can go, they can bring in Reddish, they can bring in Hunter, and they can bring in some picks and maybe have to take on Bogdanovich. Oh, is that worth it I for them, though? I, I don't, like, they're not getting, I'd rather, I'd much rather have Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if they're going to get him. I don't know. I think that, I think that the Sixers should at least test it out with Doc and you, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Indeed. For me, though, the Rockets and, and Silas and the group, like, they can't, they can't settle for anything less than a player who's a fringe all-star who is is very young. Like, like the only guys that fit are guys like Simmons or like a guy like Mitchell, even a guy like Fox. It's like, would you do that? And James uh, Harden would never go to Sacramento. Guy. He would never go there. But like, I'm just saying, like, is he even good enough? Right? I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about James Harden here. So. <laughs> it's James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, look what the Lakers got, right? Or, or look what the Pelicans, look what the Pelicans got from the Lakers. They got Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Th- those two guys are really, really good. It have to be a similar. It have to be a similar haul, right? It's two guys that are have high potential, incredibly young, and that's not DeAndre Hunter and Cameron Reddish. Not right now. Yeah, it scares me that there's no way we we would get Harden without giving up Jalen. Yeah, I just. I don't think you guys are going to do that either way. No. We'll see, either. though. We'll see. Yep. We shall see. We shall see more in the Eastern Conference. We'll give award picks, too. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, obviously, you want to make bets on the Western Conference, Western Conference futures, uh, NBA champions. Go to betonline.ag. And, uh, oh, a double feature. Yeah, double. it's a double feature, baby. Back-to-back matinee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, go to betonline.ag and, and sign up today and, and place all your bets because it's it's great to bet and get paid. And uh, yeah, is, baby. outside of that, you know, drag drag both feet in bounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, sink that putt, and uh, spike that volleyball <laughs> and hit your free throws, Josh. Why? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice.
clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.